Welcome to her art podcast, a project for art lovers, especially art created by women. I am so excited to start this new season. I got 12 amazing stories of various female artists from all over the world. For season two, I'll do my best to introduce you to not only the ultimate OGs of the art world, but encourage you to meet new amazing and talented Moldovan artists. My internship with National Arts Museum continues, so don't forget, we are meeting twice a month for our weekend study group program, and I have so many giveaways and surprises for this season. So you better follow her art on Facebook and Instagram. In our first episode, we will talk about Barbara Krüger, the artist aware of the fact that human beings have a short attention span. This is the main reason she chooses brief yet forceful words to express her views on issues of social relevance. My name is Nata Andreev and I'm going to tell you seven curious facts that you didn't know about the feminist artist frustrated by the materialism and consumerism in the modern American society and strives to critically analyze prevailing social, cultural and political norms through her works. It will be amazing if you could join me for the 8th Weekend Study Group session this Sunday, January 27th. We will discuss art of the Islamic world in the medieval period. Curious fact number one. Kruger grew up middle class in Newark, New Jersey. Her father was a chemical technician, while her mother worked as a legal secretary. She was an only child and had a typical childhood. Her first job was a page designer at Mademoiselle. She turned out to be a master at using type seductively to frame and foreground the image and lure the reader to the text. She described her early magazine graphic design work as a big influence on her art. Curious fact number two. Kruger's earliest artworks date to 1969. Large woven wall hangings of yarn, beads, sequins, feathers and ribbons, they exemplify the feminist recuperation of craft during this period. Despite her inclusion in the Whitney Biennale in 1973 and solo exhibition in 1974 and 1975 at Artist Space in Fishback Gallery, both in New York, she was dissatisfied with her output and its detachment from her growing social and political concerns. In the fall of 1976, Kruger abandoned art making and moved to Berkeley, California, where she taught at the University of California for four years. Curious fact number three. What's the best way to describe Barbara's work? You know abstract expressionism, right? Well, think of Kruger's art as extract expressionism. She takes images from the mass media and pastes word over them. Big, bold extracts of text, aphorism, questions, slogans. Short machine gun bursts of word that, when isolated and framed by Kruger's gaze, linger in your mind, forcing you to think twice 
about cliches and catchphrases, introducing ironies into cultural idioms and the conventional wisdom they embedded in our brains. Curious fact number four. What are the common phrases used in her works? You can find several pronouns used in her works, such as they, we, I, or even you. The pronoun has deep meaning for it, can reflect the sexuality, identity, and power. Curious fact number five. Her poster untitled, Your Body is a Battleground, is considered one of her iconic works, portraying a woman's face bisected into positive and negative photographic reproduction, overlaid with the text, Your Body is a Battleground. It was used during the Women's March on Washington in 1989 in support of legal abortion. Curious fact number six. Barbara Kruger's work has been displayed around the world, from Brooklyn to Los Angeles, from Ottawa to Sydney. Among her awards are the 2001 Distinguished Women in the Arts by MOCA and the 2005 Leon Doro for a Lifetime Achievement. In 2005, Kruger was honored at the 51st Venus Biennale with the Golden Line for a Lifetime Achievement. Kruger is currently a professor at the University of California in Los Angeles. Curious fact number seven. In recent years, Kruger has extended her aesthetic project, creating installations of her works in galleries, museums, municipal buildings, train stations and parks, as well as on buses and billboards around the world. Walls, floors and ceilings are covered with images and text, which engulf and even assault the viewer. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of season two of her art podcast, a project for art lovers, especially art created by women. If you want to follow more of what we do, find us on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to tune in next month when I'm going to tell you about Nalini Malani, an Indian pioneer of video and performance art. It will be amazing if you could join me for the eighth session of my project with National Arts Museums this Sunday, January 27. We will discuss about art of the Islamic world in the medieval period. I'll see you later.